0: Hi, and welcome to Seeking the Gospel Truth. I'm Gisela Aguiar, and every Sunday is Psalm Sunday. I'll be reading one or two psalms and explaining how they point to Jesus Christ and the good news of his true salvation and or Bible prophecy. I'll also show you how to pray the psalms. I pray that as you hear God's word, it will inspire you to study the Bible daily for yourself. Seek the truth. I pray that God opens your heart, eyes, and mind to understand what the Holy Spirit is trying to tell you. As you become rooted in the word, you'll also be rooted in the hope, joy, and peace that only the living God, Jesus Christ, can give. Be blessed. Psalm 74. How long, O God? An ancient prayer for Israel today. Psalm 74 is a prayer of Asaph from 586 BC when Babylon came and destroyed Solomon's temple and Jerusalem. However, like many of the Psalms, they are prayers that Israel can pray now and we can pray for Israel. Let's dig in. Psalm 74. Oh God, why have you rejected us so long? Why is your anger so intense against the sheep of your own pasture? Remember that we are the people you chose long ago, the tribe you redeemed as your own special possession. And remember Jerusalem, your home here on earth. Walk through the awful ruins of the city. See how the enemy has destroyed your sanctuary. There your enemy shouted their victorious battle cries. There they set up their battle standards. They swung their axes like woodcutters in a forest with axes and picks. They smashed the carved paneling. They burned your sanctuary to the ground. They defiled the place that bears your name. And they thought let's destroy everything so they burn down all the places where god was worshipped we no longer see your miraculous signs all the prophets are gone and no one can tell us when it will end oh long oh how long oh god will you allow your enemies to insult you good question will you let them dishonor dishonor your name forever why do you hold back your strong right hand I have a good question. Unleash your powerful fists and destroy them. You, O oh God, are my king from ages past, bringing salvation to the earth. You split the sea by your strength and you smash the heads of the sea monsters. You crush the heads of Leviathan and let the desert animals eat him. You cause the springs and streams to gush forth in dried up rivers that never run dry. Both day and night belong to you. You made the starlight and the sun. You set the boundaries of the earth. You made both summer and winter. See how these enemies insult you, Lord. A foolish nation has dishonored your name. Don't let these wild beasts destroy your turtle doves. Don't forget your suffering people forever. Remember your covenant promises, for the land is full of darkness and violence. Don't let the downtrodden be humiliated again. Instead, let the poor and needy praise your name. Arise, O God, and defend your cause. Remember how these fools insult you all day long. Don't overlook what your enemies have said or their growing uproar. That was Psalm 74. Kidnapped from Israel. As I'm writing this, the kidnapped hostages taken to Gaza against their will on October 7th, 2023 are slowly coming home to their families in Israel or respective countries. As it turns out, this psalm was written by someone who experienced something very similar. Pastor Sandy Adams explains, I quote, The year was 586 BC. On July 18th of that year, King Nebuchadnezzar of the Babylonian army breached Jerusalem's walls and invaded the city. 18 days later, on August 6th, the Babylonians burned the sacred temple to the ground. Psalm 74 was written by a Jew who was taken prisoner to Babylon. He's writing from a broken heart. Tears stain the parchments. Regret fills his heart over the plight of his people and the reputation of his God. God delivered Israel from Egypt. He can bring the nation out of Babel or Babylon. Again, that's an end quote from Sandy Adams. And if you want to hear Pastor Sandy Adams' full um sermon or or message on for this song, click on over to my blog and click on the link. Satan the serpent. Ever since the fall of man in Genesis 3, Satan the slithering, sneaky serpent, Leviathan, tries again and again to hurt humans, especially God's chosen people, the Jews. Whether it's by anti-Semitism or evil people who still kill steal, kill, and destroy, Satan will keep trying. I watched a documentary on the holocaust and a survivor called what the nazis did infinite evil i immediately thought that person hasn't read the book of revelation god jesus wins the battle against evil and it's definitely not infinite there will be an end to evil jesus is the temple The first temple was destroyed in 586 BC. Subsequently, the rebuilt temple, along with King Herod's embellishments, was destroyed in 70 AD. Yet a third temple will be built in time for the Antichrist to desecrate it. That's the sacrilegious object that causes desecration that Jesus, quoting Daniel, talks about in Matthew 24. Then there will be a final temple of the millennial reign as described by the prophet Ezekiel. Ultimately, in the new heaven and the new earth, there won't be a temple because Jesus will be the temple. Right now, there is no temple in Israel for the Jews. Nevertheless, God gave us his son, Jesus Christ, Yeshua HaMashiach, our Savior, to be our temple. The folks that spoke in gospel provide some insight. And I quote, Jesus says he is the true temple of God. That's in, And you can find that in, in the Gospel of John, chapter 2. Jesus is how God will be present with and communicate to his people. But Jesus also says that he is God's new embodied temple will be destroyed. He will repeat the temple's destruction by Babylon in his own body. The first temple was destroyed because of Israel's failure. Likewise, Jesus's body would be destroyed because of his people's sins. On the cross, Jesus would experience a divine silence and rejection of God. And for a time, God's enemies seemed to be more powerful than God's promise. But Jesus rose from the dead. Unlike the temple, he would never be destroyed again. God's reputation is secure. He is more powerful than both the weight of Israel's sins and death itself. And since Jesus will never die again, God's presence and our communication with God can never die either. And that's from Spoken Gospel. Future hope for Israel is in Jesus. As as born-again Christians, we study the Bible, and when we read the book of Revelation, we are assured and comforted that Jesus wins in the end. That's laid out in Revelation 19 and 20. All believers, as well as the saved Jews, will live in peace with the King of Kings for a thousand years. As we pray the Psalms over Israel, we also need to pray for shalom. That's peace, a peace... That is rooted in both Jew and Muslim, knowing Jesus as their Messiah. Pray for open doors to spread the gospel. Jesus said, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No one can come to the Father except through me. And that's from John fourteen six. Do you know Jesus? If you're not sure if you're saved or not, if you truly want to be born again and have the assurance of salvation, receive the Holy Spirit, feel his shalom, a peace that surpasses all understanding and get a one way nonstop take it to heaven after you die, or that you won't be left behind at the rapture, which can happen at any moment. This is what you have to do invite Jesus into your heart and receive the gift of grace and confident hope of eternal life. If you don't know what to say, you don't know what to do, there's a prayer in the show notes. Or you can click on over to my blog and click where it says, How to Know Jesus. And in the bottom of today's blog, I have a video from today from um, uh, One for Israel um, on the return of the captives, and and they answer some interesting questions. So um, I highly suggest you uh, click on over to my blog and go down to the bottom of it. And also um, at the bottom, um, I have the worship song, Hymn of Heaven by Phil Witham, which is perfect um, because it is our hope. Jesus is our hope. Solidero gloria, to God alone be the glory. If you're just starting to read the Bible and prefer to hold a book in your hands rather than use an app, it's a good idea to get a study Bible. But which version or translation is best? There are too many to choose from. As a former Catholic, it helped me to have a Bible translation in plain, everyday English. When I first started going back to church, a well-meaning friend told me to get a King James Version. Well, guess what? I got frustrated with the these and the Thousands, stopped reading it, totally defeating the purpose. Eventually I got the new international version, and that was great for a new Christian to get into the habit of reading the Bible daily. Today I also study from the New Living Translation. I'm an affiliate of Christian book distributors, and I've chosen two study Bibles that would be great for the new Christian believer. Check them out. The link is in the show notes. Thank you for listening to this episode. I pray that the Holy Spirit, the author of Scripture, touched your heart to reveal the gospel truth that our hope of salvation is through Jesus Christ alone. If you have any comments or questions, feel free to reach out to me via my website or social media. I encourage you to read the Bible daily and seek the truth for yourself. I recommend that you download two free Bible study apps, the YouVersion Bible app and Through the Word. Friends, we are living in strange, crazy times, the last days, the end times. But know that things aren't falling apart. They are falling into place. Jesus said in Revelation three twenty to 22 Look, I stand at the door and knock.